one. Testing, testing, one, two, one, two. Dave? That was Super Sounds of the 70s, and this is Gangster Master, you're going down. <laughs> So welcome back once again to another World's First Walk Gear podcast. And today is the World's First UFC podcast number four. And I'm joined by Avery Dave out in Cambridge. Hello. They call me the Games Master and I'm here in London. And uh, today we're basically just going to be talking about the upcoming UFC Fight Night. Um, if you guys didn't know, we were actually at the UFC Fight Night in London. It was pretty awesome. We did a bunch of content. There's even a section on the website which is exclusively about that event. What did you think of that event, Dave? Off the hook, mate. Off yeah. the chart. Off the scale. Broke the needle. Yeah. And if you guys want to know a bit more about how we felt about that event and being there and seeing all the fights, listen to the previous UFC podcast from um, What Gear. You can get us on iTunes. You can check out the website. Also on YouTube as well. But I tell you what, I'd really appreciate some comments and some ratings on iTunes. So if you guys have the time, go check it out. But anyway, let's move on. This new event coming up this weekend, right? This weekend, this uh, Saturday night. Yeah, so it's UFC Fight Night Brisbane. I think it's UFC Fight Night 85, which is uh, being headlined by Mark Hunt and uh, Frank Mir. So two heavyweight fighters. For those of you that don't know uh, who these guys are, Mark Hunt is a really, really tough guy. He's, he's fairly short for a heavyweight, really, really wide, very, very strong, and really known for devastating KOs. He likes to just punch people, knock them out, and just walk away before they've even hit the ground. Um, <laughs> I, know, I know Dave has been doing a bit of research on Fight Pass. Um, yes. If you guys don't know what Fight Pass is, it's basically like Netflix for fighting. But uh, Dave, what did you think about... Um, Mark Hunt and some of his previous fights. Yeah, I watched. Um, I watched his uh, his last fight, which was uh, last year against uh, Bigfoot. Which yeah. Is, uh, for, for those that don't know, he's uh, this massive Brazilian dude. He looks like a Brazilian equivalent to Lurch out of the Adams Adams family. Yeah, he's got a massive head, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Easy target, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't. I the the build up to the fight would look really exciting. Um, yeah, I I haven't watched the their previous encounter, but um, from the build up, they you know it looked like a really good fight. So I was fingers I was fingers crossed, really hopeful for a for a good fight on this one. But it was a little bit lackluster. Um, I think um, Mark Hunt was just just walking down uh, Bigfoot, um, just looking for an opening, and he and he got it at, at one point in the fight. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the second round, and um, Ended sparked him. In the, yeah, sparked him just over the year, and or near the near the temple, and he went down. Um, yeah, we've seen that quite a few times. <laughs> we've seen that a few times. You know, when you get hit behind the ear, apparently, like it shakes up your equilibrium, and you just lose balance. And um, I, we've seen that before. I think Brock Lesnar hit uh, Randy Couture like that behind the ear, and literally it just throws your your center of gravity off. And you lose sort of, you know, your balance, and then that's it. You know, if you can't stand up, you can't really fight. Mm. Um, but yeah, the reason, I mean, that fight, the original, so that was the sequel fight for Mark Rematch, Hunt. Yes, yeah, against um, Bigfoot. The original mm. fight was definitely one you should watch. 
So any of you guys out there, you want to see a really exciting heavyweight fight, watch that first, Mark Hunt versus Bigfoot. That was a great fight. The second time they fought, basically, you know, they were both a bit more, they took so much punishment in their first fight that they were a bit more wary about, you know, how this fight is going to go. And uh, I think Mark Hunt played the smart game there. You know, he, he knew where his strength was. He didn't rush in or, or you know, he, he just waited for this right moment to strike and he ended the fight decisively. Um, and that's what you expect from a K1 fighter. This guy was a K1 champ outside of the UFC, um, which is kickboxing for you guys out there. Don't know. But anyway, let's talk a little bit about Frank Mir, right? The uh, main event. So Frank Mir... We spoke a bit about him last week, about how this guy is, is known for breaking bones. And uh, you know I'm all about the special moves, right? I think every fighter should have a special move, finishing <laughs> move, right? So I came up with a good one for Frank Mir. Mir, death, destruction. No, that wasn't it. <laughs> what was it? Mir, well, mere death experience. Mere death experience. <laughs> yeah, a mere... The mere death experience where he puts you in a hold, submission hold, and uh, he nearly kills you. And uh, he's broken a few bones in the past. But anyway, I know Dave has done a bit of research again on Fight Pass. Um, yes, going back. I watched... Um, so, so yeah, I watched a couple of his fights, actually. I watched his uh, his fight from last year where he took on um, Andre Oleski. Uh, Olovsky. Olovsky. Yeah. Olovsky or Oleski? Olovsky. Yeah, Olofsky, yeah. uh, aka the Pitbull. Yeah. Um, that was a bit of a that was a bit of a, a bit of a slow fight. I thought. Um, I, I he went through the, he went through thinking that he he'd won it. I think his his corner were convinced that he won it, but it went to decision and. Um, Is it close? I think decision? it was like thirty. No, it wasn't actually. It wasn't that close at all. It was no. like thirty twenty seven or something by two two of the judges. Right. Um, anyway. Premier. No, yeah. for for Orlovsky. For Orlovsky, so he lost. Oh, he right. lost, I must yeah. have missed that fight. Oh, um, man. It, it wasn't... Oh, yeah, unanimous. Um, yeah, it wasn't a... It was a unanimous decision, but it wasn't um, It wasn't as close as... Um, as it, 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 it was an okay fight anyway. But um, but the fight that I was uh, really interested to watch was uh, Lesnar, Brock Lesnar yeah. versus Mir. Um, yeah, yeah. That so was, Mir being uh, the first person to beat Lesnar in the UFC. That's right. I mean, it was a while ago. It was 2009. So I mean, yeah. you know, he was he was a lot more of a spring chicken back then. Um, it, by the looks of him in his last fight as well, it looks like he's eaten a lot of spring chickens since. Then. <laughs> <laughs> he says he's looking a bit heavy. <laughs> uh, in his last fight, he was um, very heavy. He was top end of uh, heavyweight. It was like 265 pounds or something yeah, like that. That's the limit. Yeah, 265. He was 265 and he had a gut hanging over his shorts. Um, <laughs> you know what? At one, I think po- he gets at one point in the pit, one point in the pitbull fight though, he was like, uh, he was on top of him, um, and it brought me back to that that Christmas video, that vi- that video went viral at Christmas of the seal love, you know, the, the <laughs> seal jumping <laughs> yeah. on top of the penguin. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's an old video. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, you know, I think one of the reasons why um, Frank Mir can get away with carrying a bit of extra weight is because his ground game is so good um, that most people, they don't try and take him down too much because they're worried about getting caught in something in a um, in a mere death experience. 
<laughs> <laughs> you know, I think, you know, he's so good at catching people making mistakes and he makes them pay for it. Sometimes at the cost of their bones uh, being intact or, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> bones being separated. Um, but, you know, prior to that, a loss against Arlovsky, he actually had a couple of KOs. Um, so he's showing that, that he can stand up. He's knocked out Todd Duffy and he also knocked out in common with his opponent this time around, Antonio Silva, uh, Bigfoot mm. Silva. So he's actually, both of these guys have knocked out Bigfoot Silva. So it's not to say that Frank Mir can't stand and fight. Um, but anyway, let's do this week's fight predictions. I think we should roll a little bit of music here before we, uh, before we do the fight predictions. What do you think for this, main, this main event? Hit the music. So, okay, Dave, Mark Hunt, the Super Samoan versus Frank Mir with his Mir death experience finishing move. Who do you think is going to win? Um, if it was an eating contest and it was like how many Samosas they could eat, um, I'd say I'd uh, put money on, on Mark Hunt. The Super um, Samoan. Super Samoan, yeah. Samoan yeah. Samosas. Um, I don't know on this one. I really don't know. I kind of want to... I'm gonna say based based on the based on the 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 most recent performance that I've seen of of Mir, I'm gonna say Hunt. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, so my prediction here, right? This is how I see the fight playing out. I think Mir is gonna be trying to get this to the ground. But the thing is, Hunt is so he's a lot shorter and his base is so solid. You know, his legs are so thick. It's really hard for people to take him down early on in the fight. And you saw how he fought Bigfoot, you know, he's just kind of marching him down to the cage. I kind of mm. see that happening here. The only defense Mir is going to have against Mark Hunt here is his knees because he can lift those knees up pretty high. And if he can knee Mark Hunt in the face when he gets in close, he could do well. I mean, we've seen Frank Mir land some really good shots from the clinch, but I think Mark Hunt is going to land a big shot early on and uh, put the lights out here early. That's my prediction. I don't know. But, you know... So you think, you think knockout, knockout in the first? I think it's going to be an early KO, I do. I reckon. Got a feeling. I don't know. I just got I don't know. He, took, he did take a bit of... A bit of a, uh, you know, so he took some good shots from uh, Orlovsky. Um, yeah, yeah. But Mark Hunt is on another level when it comes to, to knockout power. This is going to be five rounds as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. See, this is the other. It could play out like this, right? It could play out that Frank Mir hangs in there until the later rounds where Hunt gets a bit tired. And then maybe if Mir can get it to the ground, I reckon he could lock on the Mir death experience. And it could be over. Mm. It could be over I, like my, that. My my uh, gut is it's going to go all the way. Both, both rounds. These, Decision. Both these guys, both these, yeah, yeah. As much as I, as much as I love a... Uh, uh, a good finish. I think it's going to go to the cars on this one. Oh, really? Okay, interesting. I reckon this is going to end in a finish. I reckon most likely it's going to end early with a KO. Mark Hunt. So anyway, let's move on to the co-main event now. And let's just talk a little bit about these two fighters. So Hector Lombard, right? Probably one of the most menacing fighters in the UFC. Um, he's a fan favorite out there in, in Australia. You know, before he was in the UFC... There was a lot of fans sort of, um, crying out for him to be signed. Uh, and, he, and he was signed and he joined the UFC. I have to say, 
I haven't really seen any spectacular performances from him, but there have been some dominant performances from him. So he knocked out uh, Nate Marquardt, who was a former contender uh, back in the day. Nate Marquardt was, you know, at one point he was top of the game and, and he knocked him out. Um, Jake Shields, he also beat unanimous decision. Jake, Jake Shields actually fought for the title um, against GSP and he done really, really well. Jake Shields is really known for his jiu-jitsu. He's, a, he's not really the best stand-up striker in the world. Um, but Hector Lombard beat him convincingly. Um, now, this is the interesting one, right? His last fight. You, I believe you watched this fight, didn't you, Dave? On, on Fight Again, Pass. Again, yeah. I watched this. Um, I watched it last night. Again, yeah. Yeah, Josh, Josh Berkman. The beauty of Fight Pass, you can just completely binge watch as much uh, fighting as you want. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad. Do, do you know, the only, my only criticism is the timelines, man. Like, you said you had difficulty working out uh, where... Yeah, the, it would be good the if... The timelines um, of the fighters it are. Would, it would be good if the uh, search results were a little a little bit better organised, I'd say. Um, yeah. That's, that's the only thing, yeah. If you put them in order of first fight to most recent fight. Yeah, the other way around in my in my book, but yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm kind of the opposite of you. I'm not actually that interested in going all the way back to day one. I, I if I'm gonna watch a fight, I wanna see their most recent fight. Um yeah. but it's interesting think, to see their first fights, you know. I think it, it kind of is, but it's kind of interesting. But um given that, you know, uh, training changes uh changes the way you know, it's supposed to change the way you fight, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. improve your strengths and weaknesses and all that business. But Really, that really you're you're as good as your last fight, I think, yeah. in in this game. So, so let's talk about uh, that. The last yeah. fight, Josh Burke. Last fight, how, yes. How did you see it? Um, it was an okay fight, actually. Um, it, the the build up was a bit sort of. I mean, but for those that don't know, Burkman was out um out of uh, the UFC. UFC. Yeah. He left the UFC for for quite a long time. Um, it was like a, I think he was in like UFC eighty or something like that, or UFC ninety. Something like that. It was. Um, he's been out for a long time, um, yeah. in excess of two thousand days uh, yeah. without a fight, which is which in the fight in the fighting game is a long, long time. Well, he but was he, fighting in other organizations, so he wasn't out of fighting. Oh, really? He was just out of the UFC, and he done really, really well in these other organizations. He was knocking oh, people out. Okay. He was beating big names, so they brought him back. Um, he really uh, deserved to be back. Right. Okay. Well, they didn't. They didn't mention that in the uh, in, in sort of like the build up to the thing. It was like it was like he'd fallen off the face of the planet. Type, um, <laughs> well, basically, when up. you leave the UFC, that's how they see it. They, they'll never promote another organization. Another, yeah. So. Um, okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so he gives it, he gives it all the smack talk about how he's going to bring this this level of martial arts that no one's ever seen him bring before, and this, that, and the other. And I was. Uh, I was thinking yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. I mean, the guy's thirty-four years old, so I was figuring. Is you know if he doesn't do well in this fight, then chances are he's not going to make a return again to to the uh, UFC octagon. But um, he, he if in fairness he started off the fight quite promisingly um, against Lombard. Um, he never gave up. He hung in he, there, he, didn't he? I don't know. He was he was playing some very dangerous games towards towards the the end of the fight though. Um, he sort of just dropped his guard and was just standing there, sort of baiting Lombard to come and come take him. I think he was going to try and sucker punch him. Yeah, um, he's waiting but, for that counter that counter shot. Exactly. Um, yeah. But 
everything he kind of threw at Lombard, Lombard was just kind of like the Terminator. Just walking through it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That is one thing you can say about Lombard is he's just he's so intim- intimidating. He just literally marches people down. Um, he's got what what is considered to be one of the best judo games in the UFC. Because uh, he's he's similar, you know, in, in terms of his base, he's quite short for the weight class, but incredibly wide. Um, so he literally just marches forward. People don't really want to grapple with him because they get thrown around. And his yeah. striking is, is super vicious. The only thing is he, he has, I kind of feel like he's, he always falls a bit short of the, on the punches. We've never, we haven't seen like a super spectacular KO from him yet. Um, there is a possibility. We could see it this weekend. Um, but you Fingers know, one crossed. of yeah, you know, so the fight overall, you, you enjoyed that fight. Was it decisive? It, it it was a it was a I mean it went to decision. Um, yeah, and uh, the the decision went uh, Lombard's way. Yeah, um, it was it was a convincing win I thought for Lombard. Um, he he you know he 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 gave he gave out as good as he got. Um, he, I mean he got he got hit with a few with a good few counters and he he seemed to take them quite well. Yeah. So um, it'd be interesting to see how he stands up against Magni. Yeah. So this is a bit of a, a bit of co- controversy uh, revolving around this fight against Bergman. Mm. It was actually overturned. The the, um, the results were overturned overturned due to um, Hector Lombard testing positive for designer drugs. Right. Not just like regular sort of steroids or something. This is designer steroids. Right. Now I'm going to take an attempt. They're pronouncing this. The Soxomilifacine. They're so. They're so. testosterone. Gesundheit. <laughs> A designer steroid, right? So, whether he knew he was taking this or didn't know he was taking this, either way, he tested positive for it after that fight. Let's and be he- honest. Before you continue, I don't think that's the sort of thing you're going to get in your cold and flu medicine, is it really? <laughs> I don't oh. know. Down the pound shop, man. I got some stuff from the pound shop the other day. I, I had to. Feel, I felt a bit weird the uh, <laughs> few days after. <laughs> really happy. Such a cheapskate, man. <laughs> yeah, I had a sore throat, so I went to the pound shop. Um, you never know, man. Like If you saw that on the label of, of, of cough medicine, would you even know what the hell that was? Um, I'd probably start, you know, I read the first two sections of the word and just give up. Desox the methylitestosterone. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah. um, I was, uh, we, we talked about this just before coming on air, and I was uh, bitterly disappointed. In fact, as a viewer and a fan of the sport, I felt slightly robbed um, yeah. that Lombard has, has uh, been taking these uh, naughty things. Um, yeah, uh, quite right. You got a ban. Um, I, uh, I based based on that, I kind of hope Magni um, tears him a new one. You know, uh, I think we should weekend. play a little clip here from uh, UFC London about what Michael Bisping had to say about PED use. This man is a cheat. This man is a fraud. And I will make you pay for your mistakes tomorrow night, my friend. All the needles in your ass, all the steroids will not help you. You pass it. <laughs> and you know what there was actually uh, um, Bisping and uh, Lombard actually had uh, apparently there was a bit of a standoff in a lift apparently and um, Bisping called him a poison dwarf or something 
Um, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it'd be interesting, you know, to see. Well, Bisping's in line for a title shot now, apparently. So he's not going to fight Lombard. And I think Lombard is has actually dropped a weight class now. He used to fight at 85. Now he fights at 170. So yeah, uh, but, apparently, apparently he does better at this weight. Although uh, yeah, because he's quite short for 185. That's the problem. Um, although you know the weight is no, he could make the weight and and be a contender in that division. It's just the reach advantage that fighters have over him, and that's an interesting thing about this fight. So let's talk about Neil Magny here, right? Neil Magny um, came out of one of the uh, UFC tough shows, which I I believe you've been watching some tough on Fight Pass, Dave. <laughs> I have, yeah. Do you know what? Um, we were just talking about going back to the beginning and how I yeah. don't do it. But for things like um, Tough, I've actually started watching it from day one on yeah. uh, Fight Pass. I'm about, I don't know, two or three episodes in on uh, season one of The Ultimate Fighter. Um, so it was very, very weird to see. Um, say, say that again. It was Liddell, Chuck Liddell and Couture, wasn't it, coaching the two teams? Uh, Chuck Liddell, with, some dude with a Mr. T haircut. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's Chuck Liddell. He's a legend, man. A beautiful, a beautiful with this haircut. Light heavyweight champ who was just knocking everybody out, um, but he was also taking a lot of punches in doing so. Respect for that, but I'm not feeling the hairdo, man. <laughs> that was it. It's the Ice Man, man. That was his style, man. The Ice Man, and uh, Randy Couture, who um, some people call him Captain America, because he. Um, He's just a legend, really. He's really uh, all-American wrestler, um, two-time weight class champion, two-time champion, no, two weight class champion in the UFC, but not simultaneously. Uh, he was a heavyweight champ and a light heavyweight champ at one point in time. Mm. Um, yeah, anyway, carry on. Sorry, I got sidetracked. Um, yeah, yeah, no, there's not much else to say at the moment. I mean, I'm, in, I'm probably, like I said, two or three episodes in, uh, on season one, um, I'm really enjoying it. The re- the reason um, I actually started watching it was because uh, in the in the game UFC two that we're going to talk about in a little while, yeah, um, you actually go through uh, the Ultimate Fighter or or, or a small you know uh, you go through an Ultimate Fighter experience in the game. So before so, you get um, to the big show, you have to you have to do the Ultimate Fighter show. Exactly, it kind of piqued uh, my interest a little bit. Um, yeah. Uh, on the, I mean, I've heard of it before, but I've never really watched it. And now I've got Fight Pass. Um, I've got no excuse. There are some legends. It, it's going to be interesting for you because in that UFC uh, tough, the Ultimate Fighter one, there was quite a lot of sort of UFC legends and veterans that came out of that show that you're going to want to keep. You're going to see them. You're going to see their names popping up who are still fighting or who are who are doing sort of the commentating or part of the broadcast team. So yeah, you're th- gonna... th- thanks for the spoilers there, mate. <laughs> I haven't said who it is, man. Half the guys in there you're never going to see again. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's great. I mean, that, that show's fantastic. Neil Magny was in a newer version, uh, one of the more recent ones, a couple of years ago, I think now. So he's, he's had a few fights in the UFC uh, going back. Um, but re- more recently, he's had uh, some really good wins. So basically, he beat Eric Silver, right? Eric Silver was... Real prospect, man. Like this guy, crazy style, really good jujitsu. He actually beat him unanimously. Then he fought Kelvin Gastelum, who actually won the Ultimate Fighter show that I think he was in as well. And he beat him split decision as well. And I think the way that he beats people 
is with his range, right? And that's something that Lombard suffers with. So it's going to be an interesting matchup depending on whether um, Lombard can get in close and initiate the grappling and, and get some of those heavy strikes or whether Magni can get on the outside and just you know, stick and move, stick and move and wear him down. Um, did you get a chance to check out Magni's fights, any of them? Uh, I haven't, actually. It's on uh, my to-do. Um, it's on my... To- <laughs> well, to watch, should I say. Uh, before... Um, I was just actually going to watch one today, but I've uh, been a bit busy. Uh, um, He's a good fighter. On uh, Wokey, but... Um, yeah, I'm looking. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch. Yeah, I'll probably. I'll probably watch uh, a couple of his his most recent fights tonight. Yeah. So I think he's. So let's make a prediction for this. Although you don't know much about Magni, I'm gonna say I think Magni might take a five round decision here, because I think he's so fast and he can stick a move on the outside and get away from the grappling. He seemed to do that pretty well in the past. Lombard just likes to kind of plod forward and, and try and land those big strikes. I think Magni's going to be ready for that. And I don't think yeah. Lombard is going to try and take it to the ground, although he probably should to stop Magni moving around. I don't see that happening. I think... I, I think, think, yeah, I think Magni's going to be a stick and move character. I mean, he's got a, he's got a six-inch height advantage yeah. on uh, Lombard. Um, he's got just shy nine-inch reach advantage yeah. on Lombard, so he would be foolish to uh, to uh, lock horns with this guy. Um, yeah, and you know, try try and do some. Um, well, he looks he looks ripped, but Lombard just looks. He's a ridiculous. monster, and he's like Mike Tyson, isn't he? That guy. Yeah. Um, um, so it's going to be the range that's going to come into play here. I don't. I think. Um, I think the key is going to be the uh, the pace of the fight uh, for Lombard. Yeah. Um, from what from what I understand about him, he doesn't. He hasn't got um, too much stamina. His stamina is not not the best in the world because of his size. Um, yeah. So if it's if it's a slow paced fight like uh, um, his last fight, then I think he will do well. I think I think he'll eventually walk him down and catch him. And uh, if if he if he if he gets in close, I think he I think he could be devastating. Yeah. So my prediction: Lombard. Yeah. Ko. Submission in the third. Okay, interesting, interesting. I've got a feeling, so this is my prediction. Roll the music. My prediction is, I reckon Magni's going to stick a move from the outside. He's going to jab, jab, jab. He's going to use the kicks. You know, he's got a reach advantage with his legs and with his fists. I think Lombard's going to keep uh, stomping forward, but I don't think he's going to catch him. I think this is going to go... I think this is going to go a five-round decision. So there we go. <laughs> That's that one. Now, there are a bunch of other fights on the card, but just for the sake of time, we haven't really got enough time to go through all of them. We'll just no. do a couple real quick predictions here. Uh, Rawlings versus Ham. Rawlings uh, being the native to Australia. I reckon she's going to be the fan favorite, and I think the crowd are going to spur her on to... Uh, maybe get performance of the night. What do you think, Dave, out of these two? Who's going to win? Ham. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going rulings on that one. Okay, so this, we want to talk about this really quickly because there's an English fighter on the card here. Uh, Ross Pearson, again, another fighter from the UFC. I think he was in, uh, from sorry, from the Tough series. I think he was in 
the smashes versus the um or it might have been uk versus us it was one of those where it was uk versus um he won the show he's done really well in it he's now on the prelims and i think that's because he's his record's been sort of win and win one lose one kind of uh, situation at the moment he's coming off a loss he's fighting Laprise, who's also coming off a loss um, Dave, who's got on this? Uh, I'm going to say Lepreis. Um, yeah. Le, what's this? A three round? It's going to be three rounder, isn't it? Uh, Lepreis yeah. knockout in the second. You think so? I don't know. I, I'm going the other side of this. I reckon Pearson's going to win this one decisively. Um, the priest is actually coming off a knockout loss, so he's probably a bit shaken up. And I think Pearson's probably going to watch the tape and try to recreate what happened to him before in his loss to Francisco Trinaldo. So that's my prediction for that one. Pearson, KO. Which round? I reckon it's going to be later on. I reckon it's going to be third round. Okay. Okay, so anyway, let's move on from Fight Night Brisbane. Uh, I know Dave has been playing... EA UFC 2 on the EA Access program, right? Where they give you access to it for... That's a right. Time. EA Sports UFC 2. Now, there, yeah. there is a, uh, a great... Uh, it's a genius piece of work, if I'm yeah. honest. Um, yeah, I, I, kind of, uh, I kind of got late into the, the UFC um, MMA game. Um, uh, I know you played uh, UFC 1 quite a bit. And the THQ um, one, which was a nightmare. <laughs> Well, yeah. For I mean, for me, UFC one was a bit of a nightmare. Just a learning curve that that you're presented with. But UFC two is a um, it's basically all new. They they've kind of reworked it from the ground up. I think. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm I've been very 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 happy with what I played with so uh, played uh, to date. I primarily focus my time on the career mode at present, um, and um, it's a it's a really really worthwhile experience. Um, created my own fighter. Um, if you go on yeah. to WhatGear.net um, and then check out the UFC EA Sports UFC Two page, um, you can get some uh, glimpses of a very handsome digital version <laughs> of myself. Even if I do say so myself, he's not quite as muscular as I am in real life. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it, it, it's a it's a great experience. I mean, to to sort of uh, you start off you start off the career mode and. I could, like I said, I created a, created my fighter using EA Sports Game Face, uh, where which is where you jump online and you do you take like a headshot front and a headshot side, and you upload those to their website and then you then download that into the game, and mess around with it a bit to get it looking looking like you again. You know, um, um, I think every fighter right should also have a nickname. So you got like Conor McGregor is the notorious Conor McGregor. You got like yes. Rampage Jackson. You know the Count Bisping. I think Dave, I've come up with a really good name for Dave's character, right? Especially oh, after yes. the buffet at the Ultimate Media Day, where we got to meet all the fighters. Once again, man, it wasn't me that was. <laughs> Wait, you were the first the one in line at a buffet. <laughs> the Before I didn't even killer. finish setting it out, you were there, man. <laughs> the the, <laughs> the cross-on killer. <laughs> cross-on killer. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, if you guys want to know a bit more about that, um, you can check out the videos on YouTube at the Media Day. Unfortunately, I didn't catch Dave in action, but there was a free buffet, and there wasn't many croissants left after Dave left. So, uh, 
<laughs> Once again, you were first in line. You were the one that came back with a tower of uh, of baked goods. Anyway, anyway, so EA UFC two game is out now to buy, right? And we're still waiting uh, for our, our press in, copies. It's, it's not actually out yet. Um, it's oh, it's out not. In, uh, so it's early it's out in the US today, right? Um, and it's out on St Patrick's Day, um, which is actually my birthday. Oh, I thought it was so, out already. So it's not out yet. Okay. No, it's out on the seventeenth in the UK. Um, right. So. Troy, you're feeling <laughs> a little bit flush. It's my birthday in a couple of days, man. Uh, um, let's on. just wait for those press copies, man. <laughs> uh, so the game I'm really looking forward to, I played all of the last UFC games. Um, this one, like Dave says, all been re- reworked. You've even got yeah. characters uh, who are not actually MMA fighters. You've got Mike Tyson in there. Um, yes, and Bruce Lee's in there. Bruce Lee as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how they've worked those into the game because Mike Tyson doesn't have a ground game, does he? Um, no, but anyway. No, I don't know. Um, I, I assume he's just going to have like a, a you know, in stats-wise, a weak um, a weak ground grappling and, and so on and so forth, ground game. Really strong stand-up. Yeah, he's going to be a strong stand-up fighter for sure. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, there, there, there's a new mode. Um, I've looked at career mode. Um if you want to read all about that, uh, what I got up to in the career mode, uh, head, head to whatkid.net. Um, I'm not going to cover it all here because it would just take too long. No, there's a uh, big there's, article there's... on the website. Yes. Um, yeah. the, the One of the other new uh, modes is uh, knockout mode, which is not what I thought it was going to be, actually. I thought it was going to be more like a kind of reskin boxing type affair, but it's actually, you've actually got to be um, very well timed in your, in your defense and attack on the on this mode actually you basically it's three rounds or the the default the is three rounds and you can take five hits um five decent hits and then that's it boom knocked out He's knocked out so it's the first yeah. person to hit the other person five times exactly exactly ah. but like i say you can't just really go you get a bit lucky if you, if you go toe to toe and just start brawling um it's kind of it's kind of you know toss of the coin who's gonna who's gonna go down first sort of thing yeah um so really you need to work on your defense uh parry as many defensive shots as you can uh and then um just wait for the openings and just pow right right so it's an interesting interesting. sounds cool one of the things you mentioned to me right you know i keep going on about special moves i really believe in this right that every fighter should have a finishing move they have got finishing moves in the game and they have Similar to FIFA, where you can buy. I wouldn't say packs. finishing moves. I wouldn't say the finishing moves. Are you talking about the ultimate team? Now, I've not, I've not covered this on the website yet because. Okay. Um, I want to explore the the mode a little bit more. It's it's, a, it's quite a big mode. It's quite a big, big new feature of um, UFC uh, UFC franchise this year. Yeah. Um, effectively, you, cre- you can create a team of up to five fighters, um, yeah. and uh, you, you spread those out over the different weight classes you, and. Uh, you can unlock yeah, you, moves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you, you you do fights and you get coins as as a as a reward for that. You then spend those coins on unlocking uh, fight packs, which effectively, it's said, well, basically they they're just like packs of cards. And you, you know you open a pack of cards and you get all these different random cards in it. And some of the some of the card, some of the like the the rare cards are actually sort of special moves from real world fighters. So you could have, um, I don't know, Conor McGregor's um, backspin kick, um, as a, as an example. 
that could be one of the moves. Or um, Misha takes, I don't know, icing, the on, icing the on the cake. Or wherever, 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 <laughs> it, wherever that move was at, where actually was, I don't know. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I told you, man, the games master's always right, man. You need to have the finishing moves. But anyway, but yeah, listen. They're not finishing moves, they're special moves. <laughs> same thing, same thing. And I asked Michael Bisping about that, and this is what he said. Can we censor these questions? We've just been in there and laid our lives on the line. You're asking us about a goddamn video game. Come on, mate. <laughs> Again, man, move on. <laughs> but, you know, I asked the champ, right? The champ of the UFC and former light heavyweight champ, Forrest Griffin, the same question. And this is what he said. My finishing move would be the close decision, much like, <laughs> much like the Bisbee. Uh, I'll put him on the rock hold, you know. Finish him with the rock hold. <laughs> Just let it go, man. <laughs> but anyway, listen, we better start wrapping this up. I want to say there is a chance that we might be in attendance for UFC 200. And there's already talk revolving around the event. The notorious one might even be there and he might be facing off against Frankie Edgar. Mm. Now, Dave doesn't know anything about Frankie Edgar. <laughs> and I've been oh, saying, yeah, this guy, this guy is, you know, he's no joke. He's going to be a super tough fight for McGregor. Um, the great thing is, Dave's got fight pass now, so he can go and have a look at those past fights. Absolutely. Um, Edgar's been grinding it out for a long time. He's been knocking people out. He's been submitting people. He's been throwing people around. Um, he's super, super tough. It is going to be a tough fight for McGregor. That would be a great one for UFC 200. And also, there's talk about possibly Robbie Lawler, the new the new welterweight champ or current welterweight champ versus Carlos Condit, who Dave actually got to see in person. I got to see in person um, against Dan Hardy back in UFC London all those years ago um, when I was hyping it up <laughs> and then uh, didn't end how we uh, we expected. But yeah. Yeah, don't worry, man. I've got you great seats. It's just going to cost you 85 pounds. <laughs> Way at the back. Yeah, just shell out for the binoculars on the way in. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, Dude, so I what guess... What do we need these for? <laughs> but anyway, I guess that's it. Uh, we better wrap this up. Um, thanks for listening to the first, world's first, What Gear UFC podcast number four. Stay tuned. Sign up to the RS RSS feed via the website. Sign up on iTunes. Keep an eye on the YouTube channel. Subscribe to What Gear on YouTube. We don't only do UFC podcasts. We do technology. Uh, we do events. All this cool stuff. We did 360 videos for a while as well. We kind of gave up on that because no one was really watching them. Um, but yeah, thanks for watching. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Big thanks to Avery Dave. Okay, Thank you. Uh, see you guys in the next one. Have you later.